Hello, hello, good people. Um, I hope that you have had an amazing time. Welcome to the Climate Chat with Emikels. Now, like I promised earlier, we'll be talking about the Paris Agreement. But today, we'd like to mix it a little bit with the need for action. Well, come to think of it. In December 2015, world leaders decided that they needed to act to combat climate change. In fact, I want to applaud them because if there is anything hard, it is to get governments to agree on something. So to get 196 governments to agree on something, climate change, it must have been such a hard one. It's amazing. Well, ambitious. They agreed to combat climate change by ensuring that the world's temperature doesn't go beyond an average of this source. And in fact, they even agreed that, where possible, it needed to be at an average of 1.5 degrees Celsius. Now that's amazing. But 2016 was the hottest year of and you must be thinking, oh, 2016 is such a long time. We're in 2021. Why are you even bringing out 2016? In case you forgot, 2020 was reported to be as hot as 2016. So I would like to thank every climate change activist out there who has done an amazing work. Shared on Twitter, planted trees, shared on Facebook, Instagram, and all social media handles. Thank you. Those who are working to ensure that what wetlands are preserved, it's such a tremendous work. But 2020 just proved all of us wrong. So then there is a question. Are we doing things right? Or are we not doing anything at all? Because about four years from 2016, the world still seems as hot as it was in 2016. Well, here is the problem. As we plant more trees, other companies are actually clearing forests. Take an instance in Uganda. You know, they amaze me a lot. They have the National Environment Management Authority. They are now in the verge of passing the climate change bill. They have the wetlands bill, sorry, with wetlands act actually. They have amazing laws. And yet, the National Environment Management Authority, a body that is responsible for protecting the environment, just issued out a certificate to a sugar company to clear Bukoma Forest, a forest that has been there years since many of us existed. So as we plant 100 trees on a day, with heavy machinery, thousands of trees will have to be cut in Bukoma forest. So how do we this destruction of forest? And that's why I think that we all need to have a collective effort, both government and individuals. The fight about climate change seems to be something that hits me a lot. On the one hand, we have a generation of young people that are taking action, planting trees, cleaning the environment from plastic, protecting wetlands, 
and asking governments to act. On the other hand, we have governments who are authorizing foreign companies to cut down trees, build hotels at the shores of lakes. Practically do nothing about pollution of the atmosphere. So you ask yourself, it's almost like the old fighting against the young. So we've got to take decisions, and those decisions have got to be bold. Here is how. Let's take an instance from the African continent. We import cars, and I must say it's very conducive and comfortable to sit in a car. But if we just chose that we're going to be cycling to work, and somebody from Africa started a bicycle station business where they have bicycles given out to people at a dollar a day. All you need to do is pay a dollar. You have the bicycle for a day, and you have about 200 bicycles being hired every day. Just imagine how risky. Well, maybe not that much wealthy considering the resources that we need to maintain the bicycle and you know get a place or a station and pay for it, but we still make a fortune out of it. So we could reduce our use of cars and reduce on the importation of those cars, which by the way are all cars that are mostly imported in the African continent. Then start cycling to work. Uganda, for instance, has about 78% of its population as young people, and so they still have the energy cycle. Cycling has actually been proven to be something that is healthy, good for the heart, it's a form of exercise, so we'll be killing two, three birds with just one stone. As we combat climate change, we're also doing well health-wise. Well, just in case you feel like we have drifted so far. The Paris Agreement actually says that developed countries that contribute about 70% to climate change also have to pay 100 million every year till 2025. And that money is given to developing countries to help them in the fight against climate change. Well, maybe let me think to help them do better. But you see, that's a paradox because if U.S. gives us a hundred million and we have U.S. companies coming in to extract fossil fuel using crude methods and we have U.S. companies that are being given contracts to clear our forests, build in our wetlands, they're taking much from us than what they're paying for. In the long run, we're using their money for advocacy, build roads, and the roads we are going to import cars. More specifically, old cars will be running on those roads. And then in case we want a, an holiday, a good holiday and we can afford, we'll have to fly to New York, Texas, or somewhere. And just by flying to those countries, we are combating we are destroying the environment, actually. And here 
line companies are mostly owned by developed countries or companies that come from there. So the 100 million thing is just more of 0.1% competing with over 20%. You know how the math works. Things will never tally up. So it's time that we got real. And one, worked together as a generation. Here is how. There is a problem. Young people are taking action to combat climate change around the world. We're leading strikes. We're planting trees. We're cleaning wetlands. And we're advocating for governments to do better. Our governments, on the other hand, have passed good laws, established ministries, departments, and agencies that are supposed to be working around combating climate change. In fact, Uganda, for instance, has a climate change bill that is to be passed. But when an investor comes into the country with a lot of money, we don't hesitate to give out Bukoma forests. We don't hesitate to establish another hydropower plant in Bujagali Dam or Karuma Falls Dam, just anything like that. So what happens as the world is combating COVID and fighting to end COVID? Uganda was struggling with not only COVID, but also flooding of lakes, rivers, and water bodies. And in fact, people that stayed around Lake Victoria suffered the most. So it's time that we decided what we need to do. Let's make it easy for, for young people. Because you see, they will not be held back for so long. At some point, they will rise. Our future is in our hands. And we can do better. Let's learn to say no to investments that destroy the ecosystem. Let's learn to say no to people that do not open and establish climate smart and climate friendly businesses. And let's promote eco-friendly entrepreneurships. The ideas are so many here in Africa, Asia, Europe, America, and any other part of the world where you're listening to me from. Most importantly, let's not do it as individuals only. Let's do it as a generation. And when I say a generation, I mean individuals, companies and corporations, governments around the world, and anybody who cares. Because the fight against climate change is the biggest fight of our time. And I think that if me and you hold hands together, we'll form the strongest chain. And will defeat this crisis. We're left with good years to the end of the SDGs, 2030, that's about nine years. And if all of us could plant about 100 trees a year, who would restore back our forests? If we could just keep about two meters or three meters from the water bodies, 
guess what? The ecosystem has the ability to repair itself. We wouldn't need to do a lot. Because if only we respected nature, then it would restore itself. And I think nine years, a lot will have been done. Catch me next time as I talk about the very first article of the Paris Agreement and what can be done to make it actualized. I hope you enjoyed your time. Thank you for sticking with me to the end. Until next time, from me to you, I love you.